I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Chris or Chris and Lou? What do you like better? You know what I was thinking about that? I think I like Lou and Chris better. I mean, it sort of rhymes tip to tip with Lou and Chris. There's sort of an eh at the end there that makes sense out of it. I think it's kind of cute. I like also, it. I'm o- older, so <laughs> I get top billing. Yeah, you're the, you're the older brother. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, the, this is our new podcast. This is episode one. And this is the episode where we're going to tell you who we are and why we're in the same uh, Skype chat together. Because it'd be weird if we didn't know each other and we just happened upon each other in this moment. We met on uh, Chat Roulette <laughs> and decided to start a podcast. <laughs> I mean, that'd be kind of cool, actually. It would. The name. Would be the good. name's fitting, tip to tip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not what happened. Um, but, so... Uh, yeah, the the show is going to be Chris and I talking to each other, and it'll be sort of stream of com- consciousness. Uh, there'll, there'll be a flow. There won't be we won't be too concerned with topic, except that we'll have a framework to start with, and the framework of the first episodes that we do are going to revolve around my many, many, many day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> How many day jobs have you had? I mean... That you can remember? Over 70. <laughs> We're looking at over 70 episodes here. We're going to do one episode per job, and uh, I'm going to essentially just tell Chris about these jobs. So it'll be what I remember from the time, if I if there's any fun anecdotes, uh, what I was doing in my life during that time, how I ended up getting that job, or why I got that job, why I left, all that kind of stuff. And I, I think the, the reason why this is interesting is because I've had so many. I've never personally met anybody who's had as many. I'm sure there are people who've had many more than that, but those people don't also have the desire and know-how to make a podcast, <laughs> it seems. I'm sure you're one of the most normal people who's had 70 plus jobs <laughs> that's the thing right like I, f- I feel like most people who've had that many shitty jobs there's something a little wrong <laughs> and there certainly is something a little wrong with me but it's not the same thing that's wrong with most of them i think yeah like i said you you don't imagine that a person who's had that many day jobs also would have the uh desire slash motivation to make a podcast or you know really do anything creative i mean I, I, there's creative people that have jobs but usually they have like a couple and they keep going back and forth too you know you've got your actors who all do their waitering jobs but yeah i've, I've never met anybody who's had over 70 jobs and it's it it's comical to me 
It's also kind of depressing. That's really depressing. <laughs> it's, it's not even pony punches. It's really depressing. Yeah, I feel like the 70 plus jobber is the one that's fighting for the next fix. Just working, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll do anything for that next fix. Kind of. And I mean, over the course of this, we'll figure out what I am and, and I'm not willing to do, where my lines are. I think we're going to notice some interesting patterns. You know, a while back, I told my wife, uh, Tammy, that, and you know her name, but the audience doesn't, which is why I feel compelled to. <laughs> <laughs> You're married to a woman named Tammy. <laughs> exactly. My wife, Tammy. Uh, I was telling her that if if I could get a if my job could be teaching people how to get shitty jobs, I'd be excellent at it. The problem is the people who are trying to get like shitty jobs or only or only really able to get shitty jobs don't have money to pay for a class. Mm. So there's no money in that. Yeah. So here, here we go with the podcast. Reason number two to do this. I'm imparting my knowledge on all those people out there who don't stand a, a hope of, of getting a real job, but they, they need some tips or help on how to get, you know, instead of getting hired at the bottom rung, they can get hired at like rung number three. <laughs> a key holder. <laughs> exactly. If you're looking for tips on how to get a key holder position. I'm your guy. Nice. I've had many of them. <laughs> but yeah, I I, 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 I I joke. This is, I'm laughing at it. It's kind of, there's a dark side to this whole thing because, you know, the, the reason why I don't have a career is because I have all these other interests and passions that I'm hoping to make a career out of. And for whatever reason, which I'm sure we'll get into some of during these shows, I just haven't figured out how to do that. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's sort of the impetus for this show. Eventually we will run out of jobs and then it'll take a turn because I don't want, I don't want to stop doing the show. So then it'll become about something else, but we know we have at least 70 plus episodes ready to go. (laughs) Um, so where does one who has 70 plus jobs come from? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I come from the bowels of hell. Uh, I, I come from, I don't know, that's a that's a hard question for me to answer. I'm going to flip that around on you, and then we'll come back to me on that. Okay. Where, where do you, when someone asks where you come from, or what, where you're from, what, what's your answer? Well, I'm, I'm from Illinois. I was born in Skokie, which is a suburb outside of Chicago, and then uh, my parents so- eventually... It's a large Jewish community in Skokie. It's a huge Jewish community. And there's a there's a Holocaust museum there as well. You got delicious bagels over there too. And there's bagels aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my parents um, shortly after I was born bought a house in Wheeling, which is a suburb uh, further north um, outside of Chicago. So that's where I was born and raised until... I moved in with you for a short period of time, and that was my first time out of my mom's house, and that was like, what, 21, 22? Yeah, I think that would have been like 2006, maybe. Yeah. So, I think it was... Make you 20? 20 or 21? Yeah, yeah, I was probably 20. So, I lived with you there, and then um, from that short stint of living with you, I moved back into my mom's house, and then moved to... uh, the north side of Chicago, and then from there, lived in several different parts of the city, and currently live in um, in Chicago now with my wife. So, 
That's Holy where shit. Yeah, I'm fucking married. <laughs> we went That's from intense. we went from being a virgin to, to not being a virgin to I've seen quite a lot of your life. You've seen you've seen all the big changes in my life. Many important moments. Exactly. So uh, that's where I come from, and that's where I am currently. All right. So back to me. Uh, I was born in El Paso, Texas. I don't think I fucking knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you do. Uh, yeah, I was born. There's in Texas. no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah, I was born in El Paso, Texas, and I lived there for. I don't know, you know, a lot of this is coming from my parents telling me like half stories over the years. Shit. So I feel like I was probably there for in the vicinity of six months, but it could have been more or less than that, but not much more or less than that. Mm. Um, And they, I think they had me there. I think I was told that they had me there because it was cheap to have a baby there, (gasps) which sounds crazy to me. So there must have been some other reason, but I've either forgotten or never been told. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, we moved from there back to California, which is where my parents both grew up, um, Southern California area. And then I don't have any memories of any of that, obviously, but then we moved to Mexico city, uh, and I lived there for, I feel like a couple of years. Again, I was young, but I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. My first memories are all from Mexico. So I do have memories of that time, uh, they're few they're fleeting they're like you know little kid memories where you remember people or images or i don't like remember conversations you know what i mean but um yeah i lived in mexico city for a while i learned spanish as a kid like you know imagine a two or two or three year old what they would learn in english that's what i knew in spanish Mm. and then my parents moved back up to irvine because my mom was in graduate school Although I don't know if that's why we moved there. It's, it's a little hazy for me, but yeah, I moved to Irvine. And then when I was six-ish, my parents got divorced. My dad ended up getting remarried. And then he moved with his new wife after some time to Chicago, where she's from. And then I lived in Irvine with my mom and my sister until I was 12. And at the end of sixth grade, um, that summer between sixth and seventh grade, I moved to Chicago basically my dad took my sister and me from my mom or my mom gave my sister and me to my dad however you know however it went <laughs> i don't know how it went exactly we'll, I know what we'll I was have told. to get into that too because yeah. i know there's more of a story there there certainly is but that's how i ended up in chicago and then went to wheeling high school which i went there 10 years before you did which is bizarre <laughs> yeah. it's a weird thought but uh, yeah, I, I after graduating high school, and that's another story because <laughs> mm-hmm. it almost didn't happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I ended up moving around a little after that. Um, moved out to LA, moved to Atlanta, moved to New Mexico. Um, you know, back and forth, kind of ping pong, and then now I'm in LA again, and hopefully permanently. Been here now for about five years. Yeah, which is for me you know whether in the future like if there's a time when we don't talk or you know the past few years for us have been kind of um i don't know if spotty is the right where we we just haven't like communicated consistently throughout the past few years but the one thing that i'll always know about you is that 
LA or California has always been the goal, like to to get back to that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why your question when you when you said uh, where are you from, right. it's a weird one for me because in my brain I'm from Chicago. That's where my formative years were spent. My that's where I you know went through puberty and all the the ups and downs of that experience. That's where I started playing guitar. That's where I became mostly who I am. And yeah. so I think of myself as from Illinois or Chicago, but I never was from, I never felt like I was from there. I moved there from somewhere else. And by the, t- the time I moved to Chicago, I was a California kid, you know, I was this little skater shit, you know, and I wasn't, I didn't feel welcomed by Chicago, you know, I didn't have a good experience there for the first probably three years I lived there. And so I don't know what that did but i know that somewhere in my brain i always want to go back to and i just fuck the snow you know mm-hmm. it's, i'm not gonna lie it's like 80 percent the weather mm-hmm. <laughs> it <laughs> really sure. is if the weather was like this there i maybe would still live there <laughs> well i mean yeah if um, you have a couple of bad winters when you don't have you know you i've been living in paycheck to paycheck more or less since i was 18 and if you have a bad winter and you're in that situation man it can get real real nerve-wracking real quick you know yeah i hear that if so, you're ho- yeah. if you're homeless in california you won't die from you the won't weather. die you can still get to and from jobs pretty easily like there it's just it can you can get fucked real easily i mean we didn't live in the city so that you know that makes transportation in the winter also much more difficult for sure so yeah but that's that's where i'm from I was going to ask you if you had to define yourself with a couple of hobbies or opinions or personality traits or just if you had to pick a couple of things that sort of defined you, you know, for, I'll, I'll start you off, for instance, the bass. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an easy one to, to throw your way. Yeah. You know? But what um, else would you what else would you pick in your like top tier? Man. You know, the past couple years for me have been real transformative. I've had a lot of big things happen that have kind of changed my view on the world and people around me. And, you know, I think about that. I was actually kind of thinking about that for the past couple days. Like, we view ourselves based on something. I'm this this is what i do for work so as far as describing myself yeah i'm a bass player for the past few years up till probably from 2012 to 2016 i was really heavy into powerlifting so that's kind of how i identified myself i was always in the gym you know getting big and i i was putting up some decent numbers for a natural lifter and music for me kind of took a backseat and music for me has always been my thing it's always been you know i've always been the kid in the band and what i've been doing lately and you know no one knows this but you know this is i'm trying to get something going solo so you know i have a pedal board and i have loop pedals and i'm trying to get kind of a band of my own going with just me or with me and a drummer so i've been putting a lot of my attention and um effort into that 
as of late i have completely stopped going to the gym so <laughs> it, it's just too hard trying to go full bore on a lot of things so um you know i work a lot i i uh work for a delivery company so i work a lot of hours and um you know i spend time with my wife we got married actually our one year anniversary just passed so you know being with her is amazing and being married is is awesome so we both work a lot we try to spend a lot of time together but music is a huge part of my life um and i just want to be happy <laughs> you know i just want to <laughs> i just want to do what makes me happy and what i'm passionate about and you had a you yeah. had said that nobody other than me really knows that you're gearing up to try to do this solo thing. Are you purposefully not telling other people, or is it just not come up? You know, a, a couple people know, but there's not much to pump anyone up about yet. Yeah. You know, as part of it. But I've been working on um, outlines for some of those songs, and it, they're starting to become more real. So I'm really excited about that. So very, very soon... Um, songs are going to be start uh, start being written, so I'm excited about that. I look forward to hearing them. Mm. Um, now we we talked recently about you know you're kind of okay with the idea of having a job that pays your bills that you're you go to, and then the music thing is a hobby. Yeah, and in your brain, if that's all it ever is, that's 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 fine. And you and I have sort of different outlooks on that kind of stuff um i i am i'm of the opposite mindset meaning i'm not fine with these <laughs> these jobs being like what i do for money they are you know what i mean they are what the, what i do but i'm not fulfilled by it yeah and in that's, a way that's that, a key word that's pretty drastic you know and i don't know if that's you know there's a fine line between just being realistic and giving up or understanding that I'm never going to give up, you know? And I've hit that point where I just know I'm never going to give up. I'm going to, I'm going to pause you right there and ask you a question. Describe, w describe what your goals are. What's your ambition? What are you shooting for? What's in, in your head? What would the end game be? And you know, the problem is that the end game would be me doing something in film or with writing or with music where I'm creating and making my money that way. And that's sort of the end of the, that's the general, what the end goal is. It's not specific. It's not more specific than, than that. It really doesn't matter as long as it just fits into that mold. And it's not because I want it to, it's just, I know those are the things that I feel fulfilled by essentially the things I do in my free time, <laughs> something interesting that I, when I talk to people and we have a mutual friend and I, he recently made a comment he said he loved his job and he said that he didn't know what he'd do if he didn't have it like he he didn't doesn't know what he would do with his time and that was so perplexing to me because i have no problem filling my free time at all my days off go by like in the blink of an eye i'm never bored i'm never trying to find something to entertain me i always have something that i can work on that i feel 
like the engrossed by it just there's never not something and it's always one of those things it's either writing it's it's working on videos it's working on music um sometimes it's video games and sometimes it's masturbating and probably more often than it should be it's (laughs) masturbating but (laughs) but the truth is like i i know people who like are so bored on their days off and they spend their whole day off just bored and then they like want to get back to work or whatever you know and that's just i don't understand that i don't know why you wouldn't that wouldn't be the goal it seems like that should always be the goal but again i'm not a realistic you know i don't look at it realistically fuck that right and and i i agree with that and for a lot of years that's something that i wanted i wanted to be you know a fucking rock star you know i wanted to be in a band and i wanted to be in a popular band and you know the music industry has changed so much and you know i love to write music i love the feeling of listening to something that i just wrote and being like fuck that's fucking good you know yeah and uh i also have a recording project with some friends of mine from high school and you know have written some of the best bass i've ever played for that project and get excited about it but that band is never going to go on tour they're never i mean we might play a show if we could get our act together and stuff like that but my hobby this this project that i'm working on now i i'd love to go on like a little mini tour or be able to play shows around chicago and stuff like that but you know i want a family and going on tour and doing all that stuff you know a being able to do all that and make a living and support a family is something altogether different yeah you know than single dude or or whatever and you know as far as my situation goes my job can afford me to (laughs) you know we've been going on this rash of building our pedal boards and I've been going fucking crazy over here, but my job affords me to be able to do that. Like if I, I, you know, if I really wanted to get like a couple hundred dollar pedal, every other paycheck or every paycheck I I could, I don't want to be an idiot and waste all my money, but that's another difference between you and me. Right. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always of the mindset that a meteor could hit this fucking planet tomorrow and then I'll be like, fuck, I should have bought that cool pedal. (laughs) As you're breathing your last breath. But at the same time, I don't really live my life that way, you know? Otherwise, I would definitely have, you know, full-blown AIDS. So I I say that, but I don't... it's, It's like there's certain things I apply that logic to and then certain things that just... It doesn't make sense to think that way about. Yeah. But as we'll we'll get to coming back to the job thing, you'll see lots of times where I was like, "Well, it's not a good idea for my for me financially, but I'm not going to do this job anymore because fuck you," you know. And like, there's that's a the lot attitude. of that. Yeah, that, that's the attitude of like, listen, a meteor could hit this bitch tomorrow. So I do I do kind of see the the world that way. I mean, I'm not wrong. No, <laughs> you know, I, just as easily I could die of a fucking heart attack tomorrow. In fact, it's probably much more likely. <laughs> that I'll die of a heart attack tomorrow than that the planet will get hit by an asteroid or something. But yeah, I mean I'm not gonna say it it bums me out. I, I don't feel like you like yeah, you used to have these goals and now your goals are a little more reasonable. Yeah. And then but it's just 
I guess it bums me out because I always want to see everybody like strive to do that thing, you know. And as much as you might like your job mm-hmm. be- for for a job, yeah, it's like you're doing a thing that you know, 15 years from now, robots going to be doing. And I'm in the same position, but the difference is like mine. I'm not counting on mine to be there. You know, and obviously you're a smart enough guy and you're a talented enough guy that if that did actually happen, you would pivot and you'd figure it out. You'd, you know, you'd clean the robots. But <laughs> <laughs> Give but, robot reach arounds. Exactly. But yeah, like my, my feeling is I want to be doing something that a robot's not going to do. Like in creating art. You know, and obviously there's all these theories about AI and robots that can like write screenplays and shit and whatever, you know, future tech. But in my brain right now, the things that I do, they're they only could come from me, and that's what I want my my day to day life to be, not something that is just like a repetitive, monotonous thing, you know. And yeah. again, I'm not I'm not a very realistic guy. I'm you know, we've we've hinted at our ages, but I'm forty three yeah. and you're what 32 33 you're 32 right yeah i'm gonna be 33 in september yeah so you know we're both past the point where we're gonna get discovered tomorrow right but at the same time again i'm never i'm never gonna let that the dream go it's never going anywhere i'm gonna still have this these feelings inside me when i'm 50 when i'm 55 when i'm 60 you know what though you gotta we gotta (laughs) cut the bullshit about it though because it's been a while since i've been this motivated and passionate about my own art and writing music and i'm i'm going for it right now i need to spend some more time on it and really push for it and um see where it takes me and the same with you you're sitting you're sitting on songs that you've written and you're working on doing that and you have <laughs> you know screenplays written and stuff like that so it's you know the more work that we put into this stuff the more the the closer to the reality that the stuff is going to be of course so, so as far yeah. as holding on to the dream and stuff like that it's there's holding on to the dream and then there's like okay let's fucking make this happen yeah yeah i you know yeah, we'll get into all that over the course right. of these episodes, believe me. Right. <laughs> we're going to dig deep. We're going to cry. We're going to laugh. We're going to come. Uh, <laughs> in case you haven't guessed, this is not a family show. We're going to just talk like we talk. Yeah. And if there's kitties in the room, earmuffs. Exactly. Anyway, so uh, that's that's going to be uh, episode number one of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. And uh, hopefully you'll be back for episode two when we talk about my first job, which was McDonald's. Oh, I really can't <laughs> wait. Get ready. We're going to cook up some fries. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I was in the drive-thru once, uh, Kristen and I, at, at McDonald's. I can't remember what I was ordering, but I was, like, talking to this kid. He's, like, 17-year-old, like, doe-eyed, like, staring at the wall. I was like, hey, dude. Have you ever just made a burger with like 18 patties on it? Like, he's like, what did he say? He's like, uh, no, they don't let us do that, but we get all the free fries and drink that we want. <laughs> I was like, all right. Man, I got, I got stuff to say about all that. Oh, man. I want to hear it. I can't wait. I have pretty vivid, vivid memories. So, uh, yeah, look forward to it. We'll see you next time. All right. Talk to you soon.